Okay, Rabbi, so we're back. We're back in business in Bishel. Bezal Hashem, we had a little bit of a break for Hilchos Shvuas, Hilchos Basavachala, whatever it was. Now let's go back straight into the sugya of Bishel. Um, just to recap slightly, even though we're starting a brand new sugya, morning Shmuel, a brand new sugya, but it's a new sugya within the sugya that we were uh, basically staying the end of the Bishel sugya last, um, before Shvuas, before the the new year of Torah, which we have now been received, Baruch Hashem. And that is Bishel HaBishel. If you remember, we discussed at length the idea of Bishel HaBishel being that we paskin. There is no Bishel HaBishel when it comes to a Dova Yavish, a dry and fully cooked item. Whereas there is Bishel HaBishel when it comes to a Dova Lach, a liquid item that has cooled down. So therefore, the nafkamina of heating up or reheating something on Shabbos Kodesh will be a nafkamina if it is dry or if it's liquidy. If it's dry and fully cooked, there is no problem in heating it up on Shabbos, obviously providing you have the conditions that we're going to talk about when we get to the Drabonon section, which is the Chazorah, how to do it in a way that it doesn't look like you are cooking on Shabbos. We'll talk about that as separate sugya. But as long as that's not going to be problematic, there's no problem heating up a schnitzel or a kegel or a piece of chicken or meat, whatever it may be, because it's fully dry. The moment there is a liquid there, then it is forbidden because a liquid that was previously cooked 100%, but has now cooled down. And cooled down, I mean it's cold. So kule alma, it's considered to be uh, cooking it when I reheat it. That will be a problem, simply because we said that once a liquid is cooled down, it has lost its bishel and heating it up is the bishel of a liquid. And therefore, it cannot be done even in a situation where I only want it warm. So for example, I'm going to put it on top of the urn for five minutes just to get a bit warm. That is a problem if leaving it there could theoretically reach Yadzeledes boy. It's if you very clearly that you cannot do that. So that is the general halacha when it comes to Bishalach Abishal. There's no Bishalach Abishal generally. When it comes to Dovalach, then there is. We move on to a brand new sugya within that sugya. And that is sometimes there's something called Bishal Acharafia or Afia Acharbishal or Bishal Achatzli or Tzli Acharbishal. Meaning like this. The Uraim, the Uraim has a suffix. What happens? He brings a Gemara in Psachim Daf Mem Aleph Omad Aleph about being Mavashal Matzah. If you take Matzah and you cook the Matzah, You've been mavatal the afia, the baking that it previously had. Nafkamina legabi hilchus pesach, which we're not going into, but the Uraim uses that sugya in psachim to teach us our halacha over here, and that is we see from there says the Uraim from the gemara psachim memalav that if I take a matzah that was baked and I now immerse it in hot liquid, I cook it. I have been mavatal the original afia, the original baking, which means I'm now cooking. So even though matzah has been previously baked, it's not subject to rebaking, but it seems like, says the Uraim, it is subject to recooking. Because it wasn't originally cooked, it was originally baked. Which means, according to the Uraim, it's a machaikas rishonim, according to the Uraim's mahalach, there, uh, there would be a problem in changing the original method of cooking. If something was cooked in liquid, you cannot bake it or roast it. If something was baked or roasted, you cannot cook it in liquid. I ain't bishalach it's a solid item. That's true if you're doing the same method of cooking. The moment you change the method of cooking, then you've been mavatl, like the Gemara Psachim, the original cooking method. You made a new method, and that's going to be forbidden. Now, the Rav Yoh was cholik on the Uraim, and it continues to be a machoikas rishonim ad hayoyim hazeh. How do we paskin? So you look at the Shulchan Aruch, in Shinyot Ches, Siv Hei, 
But the Shulchan Aruch and Sin Yotches, Sif Hey brings down Shitas Ha Yireim as the Stam, and then he brings the Yesh Omim as the Shita of the Ravya. We all know Klali Hapsak for the Sfaradim for sure is Stam Yesh Halachik Stam. That's the general Halacha when it comes to a, when the Shulchan Aruch brings a Stam and a Yesh. We paskin according to Sfaradim like the Stam, which means that would be that. But again, there are different minhagim and there's different halachas which we're going to get to. La halacha lemaisa, the Ramah says that we are machmel lechatchila. Zoy shteitin Ramah, again, sifhein shin yutches, haminag lahachmel lechatchila, that there is bishul achafia and there is afia achabishul. Which means, and we're going to give many examples, that if you person on Shabbos Kodesh, and it can be simple things that many of us do every Shabbos, will change the method of how something was originally cooked, that will be problematic. Let's take a simple example. Imagine if you take schnitzel, and I'm talking about schnitzel that was deep fried. It was it was immersed in oil, and it was fried that way. That's called bishel. That's pure bishel. I mean, immersed in liquid is bishel. And I take the schnitzel on Shabbos, and I want to reheat it on the hot plate or something similar, which many people do, right? Is that a normal thing to do, David? It's a normal thing to do, right? You take schnitzel and you heat it up. Well, that's called afia or tzli achabishel. That would be problematic because it was originally cooked in liquid and now you're cooking it or reheating it in dry heat, which is a whole different way. Or another example, let's say you take, and this is quite Nagay, and we'll talk about this, um, Nagay by Pesach. On Pesach, when you make egg lotion, right? Because if you can't eat gebrocht and you have a problem, you can't put the matzah in the soup. So you want to take egg lotion and you use egg lotion in the soup, right? It's a very common thing that people make on Pesach. The problem is how are you allowed to do that? Many times when you make the egg, you don't use oil. It's not immersed in oil. It's not cooking. It's tzli. It's like almost roasting it in a, in a saucepan, in a pan. And therefore, it's considered to be tzli or afia in dry heat. And now you're immersing it into your soup, which is bishal. How are you allowed to do that? Okay? Or another example. Huh? On Shabbos Kodesh. Shabbos, obviously, Pesach, Shabbos. Or another example. Let's say, for example, um, I mean, we can go on and on. Berekas. Or a chocolate cake, and you want to pour over a sauce, whether it's a mushroom sauce or a chocolate sauce. Again, that's a liquid on an item that's been baked. That's going to be problematic. That's bishal achafia. The chocolate cake was baked, and now you are you're using liquid now to heat it up. That's going to be bishal. So there's a lot of different shilas. Some of them very very common shilas, which are negayah. Again, as I said, according to the Ashkenazim, for sure. There are more paskins, the minig is to be machmel lechatchila, of course, bidiyeved, everything will be mutter, which means if chas v'shalom, someone does any of this on Shabbos, it'll always be mutter, number one, because the Ramos is only machmel lechatchila, and number two, because it's a machrekes v'shenim, and we know from the beginning of Shin v'chesi v'alef, that anything that's machrekes v'shenim, the Pimi Godim tells us, mishibur paskins is basically kotnei, is going to be mutter, bidiyeved, there will not be maizu Shabbos. Is everybody with me so far? Simple. Okay. Kavaldik. So let me define just for a moment what is the definition of bishal and what is the definition of afia vitzliya. So the definition of bishal means immersed in liquid. When something knaidlach, for example, how do you make them? You dip them in liquid. Schnitzel that's deep fried, pasta, noodles, lakshin, all of these things are called muvushal. They're cooked because they're immersed in liquid. Whereas if you have if you have um, things that are baked, for example, cake, pastries, uh, things like that, chicken, for example, that was being baked, you just put it raw, you know, dry in the oven, and you bake it that way, so that's considered to be a fear. It's called tzli, because it's not using liquid to cook it. Now, the question is, what happens if you use a small amount of liquid to cook something? For example, I don't want to deep fry my schnitzels. I want to use a little bit of oil at the bottom of the pan, and I'll fry the schnitzels, and I'll turn them over, right? Many people, it's a chari, many people do that, right? It's a normal thing. What is that, bishul or a fear? It's enough gamina. 
So you should have to be Shabbos. I'm allowed to eat the shnitzel heated up on the hot plate. Or, is, is it, what is it? Is it mavushal? Is it cooked? Because the mice said there was oil. It was frying in oil, but it wasn't immersed in oil. You with me? Aaron, ask him. Kuchayla. Balatanya asked the kasha in Shulchanar Harav, and he brings down different mahalchim, different opinions in this. And the general psak is like this. Reb Chaim notes that Shulchan brings a whole arachas on this. The general rule is like this. Something that is basically used a small amount of oil just to stop it from burning is a fear. It's sleep. It's not mavushal. Why? Because you're only using the oil at the bottom just to make sure that it doesn't stick. For example, when you make the eggs, the, the, the eggs of the egg lotion, you don't use a lot of oil, right? A small amount of oil just so that they shouldn't burn on the pan, and then you make your eggs. That's not called liquid. And therefore that's called a fear, or that's called sleep. Whereas, for example, if you have a substantial amount of oil that you are frying your schnitzels in, that, that will be considered to be official, even though it's not fully submerged and immersed in the liquid over there, okay? So according to that, if you have a schnitzel that's fried in a nice amount of oil, you're allowed to take it and dip it into your, let's say, liquidy chulant, which is what people do sometimes. You take the schnitzel, cut it up, you put it into the chulant. That could be a problem depending on how the schnitzel was made. Are you with me? These are shalas that happen every single Shabbos. No one ever chopped to ask, how do you make the schnitzel? You make the shnitzel with a lot of oil, with a small amount of oil. How does it work? It makes a huge nafkamina la halacha lemaisa. How much oil you use to be whether or not you're allowed to put your schnitzel into the soup, into the cholent, into all of these sorts of things. Shaila rabbi said for the oilam. What about if something begins a liquid and ends a solid? I'll give an example. Very common one. You make potato kegel. How do you make kegel? Right? So you have the potato, you've got the egg and the oil and the, 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 the spices, whatever. Now, when you put it into the oven, it's very liquidy. Right? You can, Mamash, you can tip it. You can pour it out. It's almost a liquidy, liquidy batter almost, right? And then it sits in the oven. And after a certain amount of time, it starts to go hard. And now it's dry. And now it's baking. Is that considered to be cooking? Or is that considered to be baking? Nafkamina. Again, huge nafkamina. On Shabbos Kodesh, are you allowed to take a piece of kegel? And are you allowed to put it into your liquidy chulant? Are you allowed to put it into the chicken soup? Are you allowed to do anything similar to that in that way? What, what is the oilam taino? How do we look at it? By the beginning or by the end? The end. Hello? The end? Why? That's what you want at the end. I mean, the item is generally cooking that way in a dry way most of the cooking time. That's true. Yeah. Within a few minutes already, it's gone hard. That's true. That's what the post can say. Very, very good. Something that starts to be, um, something that starts to be a liquid but finishes dry is considered to be a baked item. But what does that mean? That means your kegel is a baked item. If your kegel is a baked item, you can't put it into your liquidy chillant. You can't put it into your chicken soup. People don't know this and people do this every single shop. right, Uvin? It's problematic. You never saw someone put their kegel into their chillant? How'd they do that? You didn't stop them? You didn't scream, Shabbat! You didn't do anything? Why not? Small. Like we, never, we never thought about this before. No, yes it is. Call you Solivim Zalazar. it is. You don't want to stop your brother from doing something wrong? Avada, it's your brother. You love him. If you love him, you wouldn't want to stop him. If you don't love him, then even. Avada. Well, it's your brother. You don't want to stop him. Okay? Ah, Eli Shkoyach. Okay, so let's move on. Okay? That's number one. So far we've made a lot of problems in everybody's lives. Right? Gewaldig. Let's make it a little bit easier. What's the din of a klisheni. Now, we've spoken about klisheni before, and we've spoken about the koyach of a klisheni livi is not the same as a klivishen, because the walls, Toysfus told us, cools down the soup, the shalom, whatever it may be. 
which means the temperature, the, the koyach of Bishra of the Klisheni is not like a kibishan. So my shaila is, and by the way, does anybody ever do this? Does anybody put matzah in their chicken soup? You do. Azaria also does. David does. Anybody, does anybody sense a problem? Anybody sense a problem? Matzah in the chicken soup. Baked. Into, forget about Gabrot, Chasasham. It's a bad initiative. I'm talking about during the year. During the year, no, Chasasham. Lipa, you don't put, uh, matzah in your soup? Yeah. You do? What? Not on Shabbos, obviously. I'm talking, on Shabbos. It's Katayan, you must get everybody's, another al hate. Lamaisa, no, Eliezer, are you allowed to put your matzah in the chicken soup? According to what we just learned, yes or no? So why does everyone do it? Who's the we? You. Rest of Kali soul do. Okay? Now guys like this, somebody say. It goes like this. What's the din of a klisheni? Now your chicken soup is not a klishen. I'm assuming you don't eat out of the pot. I'm assuming. Most normal, you know, human beings don't. Hey Ma, give me the pot. Stand in front of the Aesop and just, you know, just go that way. You pour it into something else, right? So you pour it into a bowl or something similar to that. So halacha is like this. Ashkenazim, according to the Ramah, uh, the, the, the Shulchan Aruch is Meikel. Maran is Meikel and Shulchan Aruch. The Ramah is Machme in a Klisheni. Aye, everybody asks, but it, the Gemara says, Mufurish and Shabbos, a Klisheni is not Mavashal. Hasn't got the kaya. The answer is what? Somebody? Help me out here. Oh! Very good, Rabbi Rosenthal. Kale Habishal. And we're not sure what's Kale Habishal and what's not. We have a Sophic. It's a Sophic already in the Bishonim. If that's the case, we don't know what's a Kale Habishal and what does get cooked and does not get cooked. We don't know if Chala or Matzah gets cooked in a Klisheni or not. If it does, that's Bishal HaChafiyah, which means your chicken soup bowl will be asa to put matzah in. Right, Shleima? Yeah? The chicken soup will be asa. Svaradim will be muta. Ashkenazim, according to the Ramah, would be asa. Why, Zachariah? Because it's klisheni. And we have a sovig of your matzah or chala is a, is a klish, is, is kalevishal, which means it could get cooked in the chicken soup, which means according to Ashkenazim, if you're bold, it's a klisheni. You've got massive problems. You can't do this on Shabbos Kodesh. Frank, I'm free, but I don't understand. But isn't that bold or klishlishi? Nobody pours. That's what you meant, right? If you take the pot and you pour it into the bowl, I hear it. That's a cliche. Do people do that? Do they? They don't do that, right? Lipa, what do they do? They take a ladle. And they take from the ladle into the, into the tureen or, in yeshiva for sure you're okay because you have a pot to tureen to ladle to the bowl. You're for sure good in yeshiva. That's why we do it. No, you, you, wasn't shot to make it easy to serve. Shat is we're worried about Shabbos. So we're making sure that the oilam are good. Right, Shmuel, you mask him? Al-Kaponim, even in your house, if you're taking from the pot, Reuben, you mask him, with the ladle, straight into your bowl, even though, listen to this, Rabbi Yisai, it's a big chiddish. Even though, Mishavur, the answer is this, even though a ladle is a shayla, if it's a klivishin or klishen, enough to mean if your bowl is a klishen or klishlishi, Legabe, this machloik is a bishol, acha fia, fia acha bishol, you could be makel and hold that a ladle is a cliche, and your bowl is a cliche, and according to Ramo, you're allowed to put matzah in your soup. Is everybody with me? You got that? Oli. Got it? Works? Which means, 
To put matzim in your soup will only be mota in a situation where your bowl is a klishlishi and you're Ashkenazi. Because then it's mota. But if your bowl is a klisheni, if you tuck a pour from the pot straight into your bowl and you eat that way and you put the matzim in, you have a problem. You cannot do that on Shabbos Kodesh. Those people that are English out there that like to dip their biscuits into tea, right, on Shabbos Kodesh, yeah, are you allowed to do that on Shabbos? Again, your biscuit was baked, your tea is cook, cook, cooking. Are you allowed to go and dip something baked and something cooked? The answer is, is if a klishishi, then it's mutter. If your tea is a klishishi, which I hope it is. I hope your coffee and tea is a klishishi, because we discussed that already. In which case, that will be absolutely fine without any problem whatsoever, if it is a klishishi. Moving on, Rabbi Sai, we mentioned the shine of a schnitzel. If you deep fry schnitzel, or in a nice amount of oil, and then you want to heat it on the hot plate. So they asked the chazanish, is that really called tzli? I'm heating a schnitzel. And the chazanish says, you're absolutely right. You're right that enochanami, dry heating up something, is generally called tzli. And if the schnitzel was originally made with a lot of oil, it's called bishol, which would mean it's also to go along and heat it up in a dry heat situation. That's not good afia, that's not good tzli, unless it gets the term of tzli. And that's the reason why heating up a schnitzel will be okay, even if it was originally immersed in liquid, in the oil, in that case over there. Moving on, Rabbi Sai, one last thing, and that is pouring liquid onto something else. So for example, if you have a chocolate cake, and you've got a chocolate sauce, and you want to pour the sauce over the chocolate cake on Shabbos Kodesh. People do this all the time, by the way. This is my simple whole Shabbos. Right in the winter, you make a nice hot chocolate cake, right, Zaria, And you pour the chocolate sauce over it, what is the din in that? Now we know, we discussed it already, Ero is mavashal kudei klipa. If eroi pouring is mavashal cooks kudei klipa, small thin amount of the item, so that means when I pour the liquid over a baked item, I'm doing bishal acharafia, and I'm being mavashal the klipa of the item of the cake, which means I'll have to slice it off theoretically, and then eat the rest of it, because it's problematic. So the answer is it depends. What? Boya, very good. Is that because they be boya taking off that which is us, like Beautiful. Ah, then I'm ligging in Allah. The answer is like this. If it's in the clearition, problem. That means if you're taking the container of the chocolate sauce or the mushroom sauce and pouring it over the cake or pouring it over the bereka straight from the original clearition, problem. It's But if you take the, the, the sauce and you put it into another container or use a spoon or a ladle, so then it's already even Even is for sure good. There is no problem over there. And the last final shayla Raboisai is like this. What's the shayla? The shaylas are you allowed to add water to your chulant on Shabbos Kodesh. Now, there are many shaylas involved in this. We can give an entire shade just dedicated to adding water to chulant on Shabbos, and maybe we will. But over here, I want to ask one shaylas. And there's many, many different shaylas that get into this. Where are you getting the water from? On the blech, not on the blech. Gagosa. I'm not discussing anything to do with anything else except for this shaylas. If your chulant started off as a liquid, which it does, it's called bishel. Right? Because there's liquid there. So it's, co- it's cocking up there, it's bubbling, it's liquid. It dries out, which is why you're adding water. When it dries out, pashas, that's considered to be sleep. You can get the time of sleep, roasts over there. If that's the case, that's sleep. So it had bishol, then it turned into sleep, and now I want to do bishol again, because I'm going to add water to it. Now this is a very complicated be'alocha, in sifei and shin of if I do bishol achafia achabishol, or afia achabishol achafia, how does it work in that direction? Are you with me? With the chajman over here? If I had two, and I want to do a third one, not one, 
had Bishel and I do an Afiyah, or Afiyah and Bishel. It had Afiyah and Bishel, or Bishel and Afiyah, and I want to do another one. Which, which way around am I allowed to do? Zachary, are you with me? Right? You understand the Kasha? So the basic idea is, most places can hold in this situation, since I had both Bishel and Afiyah, then there's no problem in doing whatever, and therefore you can add liquid, but Moshe Sternberg Shlita should have a full Shalema, Be'ez Hashem, and he writes a whole tshuva on this, that a person should try not to wait until the trillion gets too dry to add water, because if you wait till it gets too dry, your problem is you, you may be over, on according to some poskim, on Bishel, Achafia, Achabishel, and therefore it's problematic, but according to most poskim, once I had two of them done, you can do anyone afterwards, anyone over there. Mitzvah Shem, I say tomorrow, we shall continue with the brand new Sugar Bishel. Have a wonderful day.